Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three, two. Who just like hit their mic with something? No, I put I put my phone out on my mic, picked it up. Um, you made a lot of noise. Right as I was doing my three, two, one. I well, that's why I did it right then, so that it wouldn't interrupt you starting the podcast. Well, now this is going to be the cold open, so congratulations. Okay. <laughs> All right, three, two. One. You've got mail. Welcome in to Nick's Mail.Bag, presented by the Strickland and by all of you listening that are supporting us on Patreon. And those of you that are listening that aren't even supporting us on Patreon, uh, everybody matters and all the support matters. And we're also brought to you guys by DraftKings, which we'll get into in a couple minutes. Uh, I am Alex Wolf. I am editor and chief of the Strickland, uh, also host Locked on Nick's. And I am joined by my two esteemed co-hosts today, who I will introduce in order of appearance. Although I was the one that made us late today because I was recording said Locked on Knicks. But I will still give uh, the other guy shit for being later than the first guy that I'm about to introduce right now, who is Zach Delizio. Dude, do I got so lost. <laughs> do the horns, Zach. Do the I horns. Can't. Dude, it's, it's almost 10 p.m. My, my neighbor is old. I can't be doing that. Just right do now. it lightly. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is horns in history? <laughs> who you might know is Wack or ZJ Delizio on Twitter. And also joined by Warm Perm. Mr. Wampirm himself, Mr. Mr. Weiss, Matt Weiss. How are you doing, Matt? I'm a little offended that you said that I was late when I was doing your work. Yeah, you were putting together the prep doc. Yeah, I know. I'm still giving you shit. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't want me asked, by the way. I just just took it on my own to do it because you were recording Locked on Knicks. Yeah, as and if Matt, anything Matt matters more than this podcast. Matt doesn't know how to do uh, Control Shift V. We learned because the formatting is all over the place. I mean, you could have watched me do a bunch of Control Shift Vs to make the formatting better than it would have been if I hadn't. No, what? it's disgusting. This formatting is terrible. But I'm going to power go through. I'm going to power through because I'm a good host. Uh, and I'm also going to real quick remind everybody about the Patreon. If you Want to check out the Patreon? Definitely do so. Uh, this podcast is available in its entirety 
for the price of free uh, on your favorite podcast provider. But we do have some premium podcasts like the Friday edition of Pod Strickland and the uh, every other week edition of Nick's Mail.Bag, which we've been we haven't necessarily been hitting every every other week lately because it's the off season and lives have gotten in the way a little bit. But roughly every other week, Nick's Mail.Bag. Uh, especially during the season, we hit it. We hit all of our marks, but uh, you get those two for six dollars in, in addition to uh, access to the Strickcord, the Strickland Discord, which is like one of the, the the premier basketball discussion hotbeds on planet Earth. Quite frankly, uh, then we have a nine dollar tier where you can get access to an exclusive pod by Shorty Pooh, Strick and Roll, uh, his solo pod, which you can get in the nine dollar tier. You can also get access to exclusive written works from Matthew Miranda, Jack Huntley, and occasionally other Strickland contributors. Uh, very primo, amazing pieces. Matthew Miranda and Jack Huntley are two of the not just better Knicks writers, two of the better writers that I know, period. Uh, so definitely check that out. And then there are other tiers available as well, which give you other uh, benefits like listening in on pod Strickland's uh, there's one that where you can be a guest or even a host of an episode of pod Strickland, uh, all kinds of great stuff there. So definitely check out the Patreon that's patreon.com slash the Strickland. And now we can get into the mailbag questions. There's certainly like 5 billion of them as per usual. Uh, so our first question, you've got mail comes to us from old Tara. Uh, who in the draft would you be most comfortable whiffing on? At 11. Hmm. Zach is our preeminent draft expert. I'm going to throw it to what, you first. Why would you ever even insinuate such a thing? I don't – I have no idea. Please As our preeminent draft expert, uh, you've you've often called yourself the, the, the authority on the NBA draft. Um, <laughs> the, I, the, the one. The one authority. The, one, only. the yeah. one authority on the NBA draft. I don't know why you're being so modest. Uh, please give us your <laughs> give us your take here. Uh uh, can you all right, all right, Zach? Can you AJ name Griffin. who would be in play at eleven? AJ Griffin. <laughs> he probably won't be in play at eleven, buddy. Yeah, he'll probably uh, get we'll taken before. Close though, okay. close. Well, you you tried. Know. Yeah, you, I tried. You tried. I kind of want to keep doing this, but I also don't want to be here all night. So yeah, I guess we'll let Zach slide. Yeah, yeah guys. All right, Jesus. All right, Matt. Who's your answer to this? I'm gonna go with uh, Terry Eason. Okay. Um, I think. I mean, he's got a lot of like. He looks really good, and it's something they don't like particularly, particularly need. But I can understand if they went for him. So if it didn't work out, like I wouldn't mind that they took a swing at him. Um, and if it did, then you probably got a like huge steal at eleven. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way about Dyson Daniels. That's my guy. As long as he doesn't leap into the top ten, which I think once he gets measured at the combine and stuff, there's a really good chance that he might. Because um, he's, I mean, he's just like the prototypical big wing that can dribble the ball and can pass that you want on your team in today's NBA. His jump shot is a question mark, but if that jumper comes around and if he tightens up his handle, you know, a little bit like every player needs to it, you know, like 19 years old and, you know, makes gradual improvements. Like, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's maybe the best defender in the draft who's six, eight with a six eleven wingspan that can also point guard a little bit. So that's a pretty damn good player. So that's that's my guy, Dyson Daniels. I mean, and, and if it was a whiff, like the only way that you consider that like a quote unquote whiff, it, it pains me to say this, is if he essentially just turns into Frank Nilakina and is only ever good on defense, and that's it. Um, 
at least as a Nick. Although Frank just got some important playoff minutes the other day. So suck it to anybody that ever said that Frank was a useless player. I am mad. Um, I also uh, think, to your point, Alex, like people expect, I don't like, they do this maybe just with the Knicks, which I wouldn't be surprised by. But like, if you draft Frank Nilakina at 11, that's actually an okay outcome. Yeah. If you get a role player at 11, that's fine. Yeah. Like people don't understand that. People think every, it just because it's like a quote unquote lottery pick that has to be like a knockout of the park home run. Um, but the back half of the lottery is always a crapshoot, usually full of busts. So yeah. if you, it, cause those are all the guys that like, it's always such a, a dead zone because it's the guys that weren't quite good enough to be at the top of the draft that everybody wanted to fight over. But the guys that have enough red flags where you're like, mm, I don't know about this guy, but also not like the guys that fall to the back half of the first round that are like, Oh, this guy is definitely a contributor, but we don't know what his ceiling is. Right. You know? So it's it's always that weird dead zone. So if you can find like a genuine contributor in, at like pick eleven, you've you've done good work. You've, yeah, I mean the way I look at it, and I don't even know if this is valid or not, but like the way I think about it at least is if you're in the top three or maybe four now, the lottery is four picks. You want like a good starter to an all star worst case scenario. Um, from from around there to like eight or nine, you want like a solid like rotation player slash starter probably. And then the rest of the lottery, like you said, yeah, like as long as they're like a good rotation contributor, I think you got a good outcome. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this actually brings us to an interesting next question. You've got mail. Which comes from from the Discord. Uh, I guess I didn't mention Old Tara was from the Discord as well. But uh, ZMP323, the typical Tibbs hater, our buddy Zach Picorni uh, out of the Discord. What teams besides the Knicks would you want to win the draft lottery? Zach, this one I'll throw to you. Which which teams in the lottery do you hate the least that you want to see? Win the do I hate the least? Definitely. Not I, or I guess there are some teams maybe that you would want like strategically to not win it, even if you don't hate the team. So um, I don't know. I gotta say, on some level, it would be funny if the Pelicans won it uh, with, with the, the Lakers with the pick. pick. Yeah, that yeah, would that fun. would be funny. Um, I mean, all these teams are so, like, pathetic. You know what I mean? <laughs> Says like, the Knicks. No, like, honest, dude, honest, like, come on. Fucking Oklahoma City, do I want them? No, I don't want them to win No, shit. no, Oklahoma City is the last thing I want them to You know what, Orlando, give it to Orlando. I feel so bad for them. Like, just please, <laughs> please help this team. God. Yeah, I, I'm actually with you on Orlando. I think Orlando, because I actually think that, potentially with some development from some of the guys already on the roster, like they could be kind of nasty if they got like Chet Holmgren next year. Like he's sort of the perfect player for what they need. Like him yeah. next to him next to uh Wendell Carter. And then like if Jalen Suggs takes a step forward and um, Franz Wagner, like all those guys, like that's, that's a pretty sweet young core there yeah, outside of maybe outside of maybe MAGA uh, Jonathan Isaac, but well, He's too busy speaking at Republican conferences to play basketball anyway. So it's yeah, not he's deal. he's got an important you know appointment at CPAC. He's probably going to get yeah. injured again just so he can make his CPAC appointment. Um, anyway, yeah, all these other teams are just like like did, none of them deserve it. Orlando deserves it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Matt, I'll let you do it in a sec, but I'm just gonna like the quick cases for like the top few. Like Houston, no, screw them. I don't like Fertitta. Orlando, we just said, so pathetic that you kind of want to root for them. Uh, Detroit just won it last year, so, like, screw them. They don't get it again. Oklahoma City, 
a disgrace to the league and a, a blatant tanking wasteland. They don't deserve it. Indiana, fuck Indiana. Uh, Portland, okay, maybe Portland would be kind of fun, actually. It could be kind of interesting to see Dame. That would be interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 So maybe maybe that's my number two because I don't I'll really have any. Two. Yeah, I don't really have any ill will towards them. Um, and then I don't know Sacramento. I don't really like them either. Uh, New Orleans, I I don't like New Orleans, but I do agree that the L, like LA's pick getting number one would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, I guess maybe San Antonio. That's a pretty inoffensive one. Like if if Popovich got Chet Holmgren and got to shape him for a couple years, and nah, they've had and, enough. Fuck them too. They haven't really had lottery luck since like. Duncan. I don't give a shit. Okay, well, I'm just saying. What? what? They have all kinds of other luck. Yeah, that's very true. All right, Matt. I've, Matt, I said I was only going to take a second, and then I went on and basically. It's fine. I, I don't have anything to add. You guys covered all the teams I would have mentioned. Oh, so you did the I agree? Ooh, wait. You did the I agree. It's what about if answer. Washington won and then also traded Porzingis as a sour dump? Again. Oh my god, that'd, that'd be, be hilarious! Like yeah. because, oh my god, can you imagine they win it? So then they take Holmgren and they salary right. dump Porzingis. So like, <laughs> oh, they're too redundant. Yep. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Oh, that yeah. would be funny. I could I, honestly that. though, as much as I as much as I hate to admit it, like in all reality, like Porzingis and Chet Holmgren would be a pretty nasty duo, though. The good I'm news sure. is that that. Chris Epps won't be on the floor long enough to figure that yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're in theory a nasty duo. Um, they could share the floor for 14 games um, <laughs> and tear it up together. Uh, all right, we'll move to our next question, which also comes... You've got mail. Uh, from ZMP323. Thoughts on the current state of New York baseball? Both the Mets and Yankees are the top teams of their respective conferences right now. They both Con- have... Conferences? What the fuck is this? leagues whatever yeah, i always think it's stupid because song. the whole the whole thing is a league there's not two leagues within a league it's yeah, it's good stupid point. good point yeah so i call it conferences um you, you can't just whatever <laughs> you don't ugh. get to the sign they're called <laughs> well i don't care i call them what i call them um but at the uh, all right the the mets and yankees are at the top of their respective leagues within the other oh. league which has mm-hmm. always been stupid and confusing Mm-hmm. Um, especially now that they even play by the same rules too, which was also stupid for a long time with baseball. Um, anywho, Matt, I'll throw it to you because you're definitely an even bigger Mets fan than I am. Uh, so, what do you, what do you, how are you feeling about New York baseball? I, the Mets are good. Yeah, they're good, folks. The Mets, good. Yankees also good. I, I don't care. Mets are good. Our good friend Omar, who I'll have a question from in a minute, would be quick to point out that the Yankees, thanks to uh, having played a couple less games than the Mets right now, are actually higher in the win percentage column than the Mets. So are the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers have a better win- winning percentage than the Mets too, but uh, first team to 20 wins in the majors, and last I checked, that's the only thing that matters. And everybody else can suck it. Yeah. Also, they haven't lost a series yet. I still have not lost it. They also can't sweep a series, but they, they still yeah, have not they lost, lost one. It's, it's like the weirdest I've ever seen. Their longest winning streak in the entire year is three games and they're 20 and 10. Yeah. Oh. It's a pretty, pretty great start. And they, they uh, threw a five man, no hitter a week and a yeah. half ago. They came back from down six runs on the ninth last Friday, last uh, yeah. Thursday. Uh, they had that th- game against St. Louis before the no hitter where they came, they scored five runs in the ninth inning. They're good. 
Um, Pete, Pete Alonso mashed yesterday. Pete Alonso had two homers yesterday. Uh, Francisco Lindor is back to being Francisco Lindor. Max Scherzer is a lunatic, and it's the best. Yeah. Um, Edwin Diaz is like 2018 Edwin Diaz again this year, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. going. I'm going for Pete Alonso bobblehead night this coming nice. Saturday. I'm very excited. Yes. My wife got me a Pete Alonso jersey too. It's like for my birthday. I'm very excited. I'm I'm gonna go. Like, because he's like me as a professional baseball. Well, player. I was gonna say he's all of our spirit animals, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's nobody that I relate to more on a professional athlete level. Like he's me with great hand eye coordination. Period. He's also like, such a like, which this helps. He's such a goober in the best yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. That's he's just like a normal yeah. dude that just like yeah. mashes like all day. <laughs> he's mashing it. He's mashing it over there. Um, <laughs> Did you guys get that Always Sunny reference at all? Nope. No, nothing. All right. Well, on that note, another one from ZMP323. You've got mail. Who do you think will start at point guard for the Knicks next year? Who do you want to start for the Knicks at point? Oh, see, Matt, when you got rid of the emphasis here again. So who do you think will start at point guard for the Knicks next year? Good thing I read these questions ahead of time. Who do you want to start for the Knicks at point guard next year? So, Zach, you didn't weigh in on baseball at all, so. Because I, I knew what, you didn't have to. Why are you blaming me for this? That's how the question was written. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a little confused. No, there was well. emphasis. I'm going to emphasize it on the document right now. In the Discord, it was who do you think will start at point guard and who do you want in italics? So, so you need italics to comprehend. I mean, the, you, do you know how to? Do you know yeah. how to? Uh, by the way, he actually he actually wrote. Do you think who do you think will? In italics and, and who do you, uh, you want? Fucking whatever um, same general hey, you, know what you know what happened you know what happened because i did control shift v when i pasted that zach <laughs> wow see that's the spirit that's what, yeah. good, good good for you yeah good anyway you. zach i'll throw it to you first unless i didn't even ask you anything to add to the baseball discussion but i don't no, think I, have nothing. I haven't guy. watched the same no i like baseball but i'm not watching it yet yeah I'm, it's way too long. I don't okay. care. I'll, I'll, I'll like take the temperature halfway through the season and jump in. You know what okay. I mean? Like, okay. So I don't on care. to the point guard. Pretend. Yeah. So uh, who do I think will start at point guard? Um, uh, I think it is quickly. I don't think anything else really makes a whole lot of sense. Brunson's going to get too much money. And I don't think they let him leave anyway because I don't think they really can unless they really do some really crazy shit. Um. And who I want is also quickly, just for the sake of like, just to like answer questions. You know, I'm not, a lot of people are very in on that. And I can see why he, he had a great second half of the season. Uh, you might even say spectacular relative to like where he was prior to that. Um, and I want to see if that's real for sure. Uh, but I have a feeling it's going to be a lot more up and down than people sort of expect, which is fine. But, you know, I, I think we, It'd be good to see it, and it'd be good for Derrick Rose to back him up because we know Rose can't handle more than, like, 20, 25 minutes a game. So it just makes a lot of sense. And if they don't get Brunson, I don't know who else. I mean, I hope to God they don't go for anyone else if they don't get Brunson. What do you think, Matt? Sorry, took me a second to unmute. I uh, I agree with Zach. I'm going to do an I agree. I don't really have much to add there. Um yeah, I, I just don't. I think they're ultimately going to decide not to go after a point guard in free agency and will uh, force Tibbs use quickly unless they jump up in the lottery and take a point guard. Mm. Uh, but even then, I would imagine they would not be starting him over quickly right out of the gate. 
Well, there's also not really like a true point guard, even at the top of the draft this year. There's Jaden Ivey, but yeah, I mean, Ivey is who I was thinking of, but I, I don't like, I don't see Tibbs starting Jaden Ivey game one over. No. Over. And I think your ideal would be, you would want quickly Ivy and RJ out there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still not like a pure point. It's not like trading for Chris Paul, you know, and right. having him like immediately supplant quickly as the point guard. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be Brunson. Wow, um, for oh. 25 million dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna. Well, Uh-oh. I think that he'll give them a little bit of a sweetheart deal, um, as much as he can. Um, which he should have a pretty good amount of leverage in that scenario. Um, you know, as far as like executing a sign and trade with Dallas or whatever. Um, so I think he'll give them a little bit of a sweetheart deal and sign for like 20 million. Uh, just because of Leon Rose, like being his uncle, and Leon will probably like arrange an offshore bank account for him or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, pay him with that like CAA black market money. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's I think he's going to come to the Knicks, um, and so I think he's going to be the starter. I think unfortunately that's going to mean that quickly still comes off the bench. Um, probably he and Rose again. But hopefully things sort of switch around instead of Rose being the one that gets like the 30 minutes off the bench. It becomes quickly and then Rose can kind of get into that 15 to 20 minute role and preserve his knees. But still, you know, give his good play plus the, the you know, veteran leadership and all that. But I guess we'll see. Uh, that would require some playing of Brunson and quickly together, which I know we've definitely talked about on this podcast before, like I think can happen. You know, maybe it's not your best defensive backcourt, but certainly from an offensive perspective, that's really intriguing and a lot of fun because uh, both guys are sort of carbon copies of one another in, in many respects, uh, even if they, you know, sort of accomplish what they're doing in different ways. Um, they're both like guys that can sort of score at all three levels, but mostly like getting inside and shooting the three. They can spot up, they can handle the ball, they can pull up like, They've both shown the ability to go off for like 30 plus points. Um, so I, I think it'd be a pretty intriguing combo there. So yeah, that's, and then who do I want to start for the Knicks of point guard next year? Um, I think probably just quickly, honestly, I think I'm with you guys. Like if it was just up to me, I would just roll with quickly and Rose backing him up and find like some other backup option on the free agent market, you know, to just kind of spell them for if, if one of them, mostly looking at Rose ends up getting hurt. You know, you want to have another option on the roster to be able to fill in. Maybe you look at bringing over Rokas also. And you also have Deuce, who's already on the yeah. roster too. What do you what um, do you make of this um Tyus Jones stuff? I mean, I think he'd be fine. I would not throw him any sort of money like what No, I don't like him. like they were talking about like fifteen million dollars and no. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that's a bit much. I mean I like Tyus Jones, but I wouldn't give him more than like ten, you know. I think even that's a little much. Like, what's the mid level going to be this year? Probably around ten. <laughs> yeah, I guess it probably will. It's so crazy how I mean, it's inflation, et cetera, and like I'm glad it's going up because players deserve more money. But it's crazy how high it's jumped. Yeah, I, I think that's where I'm at though. I think about ten million for Tyus. Like, um, I think he'll be yeah, fine. It's going to be nine and a half million. Yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> so even if you go up to like ten or twelve, you know, I think that's a fair price for him. Like. Yeah. Even if you want to have him back up quickly or something, like backup point guards make like twelve million dollars. Like that's not unheard of. Um so I, I wouldn't be against that, you know, and I I think he's a fine player. I just I wouldn't 
I wouldn't give him like 15 to 20. I just, I don't see it with him with that. I think there's a certain cap to having Tyus Jones, like be your point guard or whatever. Um, maybe he has more to offer, but I don't know. I feel like he, I'd be okay if it was a short deal, but which I mean, the Knicks are have a proclivity for, so I, you know, that would probably happen, but I don't want to like tie up the cap down the line for him. Yeah. I guess if it was going to be a 15 million a year contract, if it was like two for 30, right. It could be worse. Even like a, even like a two plus one with the three B and T option, which is like Rose's favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be the worst thing. I mean, that that's fine. I guess I could get behind that. Um, it just wouldn't be my first option. Like, at that point, I'd rather just roll it quickly. And if you have that mm-hmm. sort of money to spend, then spend it elsewhere. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, trade Randall and sign another power forward or something, you know? like Just sign Zach. Bring Zach in. Just sign Zach, yeah. yeah. I'll I agree. Right. I'll take it. Good. I'm glad we have you on the record. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we'd all take that. Hey, do you want to sit on the end of a bench and make five hundred thousand dollars a year? Honestly, like to me, okay. Maybe not on the Knicks because Tibbs probably makes those end of the bench guys practice like lunatics. But like, there would be some teams where sitting on the end of the NBA bench would probably be pretty nice. Dude, like, I'll but, do it on the. I'll do it with Tibbs too. I don't I'm not. I'm not doing it. I, I mean, yeah, I would do it, obviously. Oh, I'm getting, you know, to to I'm getting hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. But, yeah. man, that would be – having Tibbs as a coach, like having to go through all those practices and like him probably working to the bone and then <laughs> never getting to play would be pretty miserable. I would oh. care. No, yeah. I would take – yeah. Like minimum contract now is like $900,000. Like, No, I, I would do well, it. I would do I'm it. I'm not just going saying, to like, club like, yo, I'm on the Knicks, girl. Yeah. <laughs> And then they'll be like, we've never seen you. Yeah, be like, well, think, look again. <laughs> I, I, think, the bench. I think an important distinction here, though, Matt, is that you don't actually like playing basketball, whereas Zach and I do. So <laughs> That's, like, true. That's, That's true. true. Yeah, no. Like, I, oh, I no, but, like, honestly, I do like playing baseball, and I don't think I would be happy, like, saying – I mean, I would still do it, but, like, I wouldn't be super happy, like, having to practice fucking baseball all day and then – just sitting on the bench. Baseball practice is boring as fuck. Basketball practice seems like very tiring. It would be, yeah, but you would get in the boring. best shape. Your, so you get yeah. paid a million dollars to get in the best shape. No, your no, no, no. Like, like I'm saying, I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. Just and also, <laughs> you get to be in every gift. Like you get to just like d- do dance moves on the bench. And you can be the pinson. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you. Um, like wait, can we go back to Zach hitting on women at the club and they don't know who he is? Would you like carry next, around? Maybe. Would you like carry around a picture of yourself on the bench with like with Julius Randall next to you to be yes. like, look, Sam on the Knicks? <laughs> yes, that's me, and this is not photoshopped. <laughs> I promise, dude. This is all not the deep fake. All the people in our general area would definitely know who you are, though, because you'd be like, like. If if one of us was the end of a, a thirty year old dude was the end of the bench guy, Bro, it's like Alex Caruso, we'd be a meme, dude. We would be like it would be like Theo Pinson mixed with a Make a Wish kid. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> like people would be like, how? I'm, how I'm, is I'm imagining Zach on the floor in a blowout and everyone being like, Zach, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, dude, we need is- to. We would all have to like tell the internet community that his nickname is Whack, so then yeah, people would yeah. be like chanting oh, Whack, chanting Whack, Whack. Oh man, we I, want it, not we Mike, want they're, we they're want saying Whack. 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 What does this mean, Mike? What does this mean? These fans are crazy. <laughs> is that Clyde or Barney? That was Clyde. That was Clyde. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Did you say Clyde bar. or Barney? Yeah, you know Barney. Barney, <laughs> yeah, Barney the dinosaur, bro. 
Why would Barney the dinosaur be commenting no, on my no, mix? No, that's what you were. That's what you sounded like. Alex knew exactly what I was doing. I, I knew. Know, I figured right. it out too, but it, made, it doesn't make a good joke. It was, it was not the best Clyde impersonation I've ever heard in my life, but I didn't know it was Clyde. <laughs> that was very political. That's, that's fine. Clyde's a hard impersonation to do. That guy's accent is weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's fair. <laughs> like spinning and winning, Mike. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't sound like he's from Georgia. I don't yeah. know where he sounds like he's from. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like he's from Georgia, but also has been very integrated in New York. So like, Yeah, but it's not like he sounds like a like if he was like if he was speaking with like a heavy New York accent, that'd be one thing, but he's not he just has yeah. his own thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean honestly Clyde just like I mean there's a reason that he's like a broadcasting hall of famer now. Like he yeah. just has a great like very clear mm-hmm. voice. Like that's it. Like there's yeah. like no I he kind of doesn't have an accent like at all. No, but it, right, I guess you're right, but it's like well, he does a little bit because he said like it's more about the weird ways he says things, I guess, than like an actual accent. It's more but, inflections, though. Like yeah. it's not like an accent. He just like puts inflections on things. Well, what's the yeah. now I'm blanking on it. What's the player's name that we were talking about a few episodes ago that we love hearing him say? Oh, uh, Markinson. Yeah, he, well, Markinson was one, but Mark, there was another one. Markinson. Markinson's a good one, but like stuff like that is like he's. <laughs> yeah. I love that's how he never fixes it either. Like, no one even tries. But that's just him, like, not caring to read the crib. No, he doesn't. Like, that's just him Noah being Keener. like, I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah, Noah Keener. Noah Keener is a good one, too. Like, bro, he's on the team. <laughs> he's right there. You can just ask him. He yeah. doesn't care. He did. Uh, he did eventually move on from Nil Keener to Nil Keena, <laughs> putting like the long A at the end. Like, it only took literally four years. Yeah, it was like the last like month. Frank was on the team, yeah. and I like Nil Keena with <laughs> with the defense. Legendary. You've got mail. Uh, all right, let's move to our next question. Dark Kent Junior at Native Sun Forty Five on Twitter wants to know how much more palatable. Uh, percentage-wise, would it be to keep Randall if he didn't insist on bringing the ball up to start the offense? I'd feel 35 to 40% better about it. Um, Zach, Whoa. what do it's you think? It's a lot better. Um, like 10% better? Really? Yeah. Yeah, that still does not solve the problem. <laughs> like that's no, something. but if – if you can guarantee he's not going to be so overbearing with bringing the ball up, that's a pretty big okay. step in his like personality I mean, development. I, I guess, but I still do not trust that. I mean, would you? Yeah, I don't. I don't trust that he'd follow through. Yeah. Do you like what do you think is going to happen when he gets the ball next time? Well, <laughs> I mean, all right. So how, wait, but how are we? How are we? Um, how are we interpreting this question? Are we? This is like you get to go up to Randall and say, "Excuse me, Julius, can you not follow <laughs> up oh as much, God. please?" Or are we interpreting this as like you literally go in and incept his brain, and then he thinks he had the idea to not bring the ball? That, up. but it has no further implication on the way he plays, right? Unless so, you choose to extrapolate. Like, yeah, what I would need to do is incept him to like only go to the basket every time he has the ball. Right, but Can there was, <laughs> but there was, there was like actual time. evidence in New Orleans that if like he was like a 90th percentile pick and roll finisher and stuff, and like ran a lot of pick and roll with like fucking Alfred Payton of all people and was actually a great pick and roll. I wonder if that's why he deferred to interesting because he, he was like not this bad two years ago when elf was the point guard. There's only one solution. Got to bring elf back, (laughs) bring elf back, bring Bring elf back. back. 
bring, bring Elf, Elf oh. back. Wow. Bring Elf home, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm actually not sure. I, I gotta be honest, I'm not sure if play, I actually uh, said that or not. I hope I did. I think you did. They're they're gonna play the Carmelo Anthony video when they re <laughs> Oh my god. I'm coming home. <laughs> and it's coming just like home. it's just like fans like booing. <laughs> I'm also mad, but I'm imagining like Tibbs crying while they're playing it because he's just so happy Elf was back. I'm just imagining it's like yeah, it's like fans booing, Tibbs crying, and then like mean tweets from like Schwinn and Stacey. Yeah, well, no, no, it's Tommy D tweeting about how good Alfred Payton is. That's it's all. Tommy it's D's just good tweets, Tommy yeah. D's tweets, yeah. A little, a little mix of everything, just like capture the hot and the cold yeah. with the Elf experience. Yeah, you gotta right. It's a, it's experience. That's exactly right. And then, like, a video of Elf sitting, like, six seats away from everybody on the bench sulking during a Breaking timeout. jumpers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want or, or, like, uh, Tibbs falling about the seven-minute mark of, like, six games in a row, and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then him sitting there just pissed the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so, all right, Zach, you said your percentage. Matt, do you have a... What's your percentage? Do you I, feel I, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Zach that I, I wouldn't go as low as 10, but I just don't know that I would, like, trust him to follow through on it. So, um, I would... And also, I don't think that's a... I mean, that's a big issue, but not the biggest issue in my mind. So, I would say, like, 20, 25%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Dark Kent and say, like, 35 to 40%. Maybe even 45 You're out of your mind. 45% better. Alex just wants to convince himself that Randall's going to be good again right. next year. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just. It, so if Randall is not insisting on bringing the ball up all the time, then I'm imagining a world where you run a lot of like pick and rolls with he and RJ and he and quickly, and then Randall just instead of having all of the really tough shots that he bricks all the time from three, getting a lot of like open pick and pop shots. Which do you really think that would happen if he just didn't bring the ball up? Well, I would. I would have to assume, and you know, this is this is probably me projecting a little bit, but like, <laughs> I would have to assume that if he's not insisting on bringing the ball up anymore, that he's done a little self reflection and realizes like that he needs to change the way that he's playing. I just point out that he did self reflection once before and it worked for a season, and then he went right back to the way he was. <laughs> right. So for next season, at least, it would make me feel thirty five to forty five percent better. Okay. Because it would mean that he had another self-reflection year, only to be followed the next year by let's just sucking let's just accept there. that you're delusional and move on. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm willing to admit that. You've got mail. All right, our next question comes from Omar will fight Julius, our good friend Omar that we mentioned would also like us to note that the Yankees are in the first place in the MLB right now, and also who totally will not fight Julius would not fight Julius. Yeah, yeah definitely would not fight Julius. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who who would? <laughs> uh, but yes, Omar added the Discord. I should note. Uh, would you sign up for jumping to the fourth pick in the draft? If it, wow, this is a great segue from the last question. Uh, would, you, would you sign up for jumping to the fourth pick in the draft if it meant we had to keep Julius for next season? Is that even a question? Uh, yes, yes. it is because we got asked it. So it's literally it, a question. No, no. But but like the answer is yes, obviously. Okay. All right, so then oh, who are you oh, taking? Oh, excuse me. I heard that tone. Well, so who, who are you taking? <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know. It's just a value proposition. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know anything. Dude, I t you guys know how this works. I'm not studying shit until I know where they're picking. I'm not wasting my fucking time studying right. if they're going to jump ahead. Or you could have just watched. You could have just watched March Madness, and you would know who these people All are. Right. I'm not fucking part. doing that. Are you kidding? Well, 
Zach, what if I what if I tell you that the Knicks move up to pick four, and then um, Jabari Smith, uh, Chet Holmgren, and Jaden Ivey go in the top three picks, and then you get Paolo Bancaro, who's basically well, he's a four, right? He's Julius Randle. Yeah, then you have Julius Randle team twice. I, think, I mean, number one, that's hilarious. Number two, can you? Uh, I mean, number one, could is there another guy that could go there? Uh, Shaden Sharp, maybe, if you want to take a huge is, upside. Yeah, play. I mean, is it generally perceived as a top four and then there's a drop-off? Yes, yeah. That's like maybe the general consensus. Back. Sharp is maybe going to put himself in that conversation because he was the number one high school player of next year's class but was able to declare early. Um, but so he didn't really play this year. He didn't really. He hasn't really played in like two years thanks to COVID. No. Um, oh, interesting. So... Hmm. Because of high school schedules and stuff, sounds um, like he's probably very raw then. Potentially, but his it, there's you know he might like crush at the combine and talk somebody right, into getting him right. top four. Do a Kevin Knox workout? No, like better, like actually good. Um. <laughs> no, but you he beat up on Miles Bridges, bro. Which then and, got him up. Yeah, that got him from yeah, eleven to nine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But now you're gonna get him uh, over Paolo. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, maybe you know, maybe that's an option. But let's just say, let's just say that like consensus and everything else says like Paolo's going to be the pick there. So would you still co-sign that then? Mm, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, I guess not because we have Obi. But the temp, maybe then what? It, oh, I don't think Obi and Paolo would be as much of a problem. You know, who's playing center if he's Julius Randle? Well, you you. Anyway, go ahead, finish your answer. I'll go to mine in a second. No, no, I I, I would be inclined to trade the pick. Like, what if you then take the fourth pick and Obi and you go to, uh, or, or, you know, one of the guys and go to uh, Utah or something and you start building around that? That's not a bad idea. I mean, to just take, just take Paolo as like a big time trade chip to try to move for another. Like, yeah. Or like track. ideally do it on draft night or yeah. like, be pre- I mean, you have months to repair, right? So like mm-hmm. ideally that would be it. But I mean, yeah, that, that would that would suck. That would be the most Knicks thing possible uh, for them to finally jump up. And then it's like, oh, we have three power forwards <laughs> again. Yeah. Get Bobby Portis in here. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be against that, but because <laughs> Bobby Portis has gotten like 10 times more awesome. Yeah. And it's yeah, amazing. his Twitter game is elite. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. It's amazing. But he's also, he's going to sign for like veteran minimum in Milwaukee for the rest of his career. Cause he loves yeah. it. There, so Good for him. Get that. Yeah. That shit, bro. Um, Matt, what's your counter argument to Zach's argument here? Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's much of a counter. I, I'm just thinking if I mean, generally speaking, I would say yes. Um, like Zach's point is what what even if it's so if it's Boncaro, I think you have to think about is it worth essentially having him ride the bench for a year because he will um, between. You know, if Julius is gone, I think he and Obi can play together. But if Julius and Obi are both there, then Boncaro is barely going to play. So is it worth possibly fucking up his development by having him ride the bench for a year, knowing that you can dump Julius next offseason under this hypothetical? Um, or do you trade down or trade the pick, you know, for another player or whatever? Um, so I would probably trade down because I think it would be too risky. It's not like Boncaro is, like, so NBA-ready that you – like or like, oh, whatever. He'll just caddy for you, and it'll be fine. Like I, I would probably either trade down or, or like Zach said, try to build 
the pick into a package for a for a good player. Um, if you're stuck with Julius for the next season, um, but anyone else, any of the other three guys there, then I wouldn't worry about that, and I just take the guy. Yeah, I uh, I think no matter what, I actually think Zach when when you brought up the the trade aspect of it, I would just I would take this scenario, no matter what, just because even if you wait till next off season, you know. It's fine. I mean, it, it would just suck. You know, it would be really painful to draft like Bancaro or something and then have him have to sit behind Julius for a whole year. And, or the alternative there is, is then that Bancaro jumps Obi in the rotation and then Obi never plays, which would be equally as painful because I want to see Obi play too. So, you know, but I think what Omar was probably hoping for here was that like Ivy would be the pick there. Um, in which case, I mean, if it's just for Ivy, then absolutely, let's just do it. Um, yeah, or but I wanted... was hoping that we would say we will do nothing of the sort. Yeah, Julius out of here. Yeah, but I just, I just wanted it to be more difficult, which is why I did the Ben Caro thing. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's move to our next question. You've got mail. It comes from far off the mark in the Discord. What is the worst, but still somehow realistic roster you can imagine going into next season with Matt? I will. I will toss this to you. Let's just, I mean, eh, you know, frame it however you want. I was going to say maybe just starting five, but you know, let's just frame it however you want. What's the, what's the worst possible? I mean, I'm just, I'm defining realistic as like, they're not trading everyone away to, to, to make themselves awful just so we can have fun answering this question. So honestly, the worst, the answer is the same roster. Yeah. Basically to run it back. Yeah. I mean, included. Yeah, Walker included. I mean, you bring because he's on the he's on the books for next year. Yeah. So you like lose. Uh, I mean, like okay, yeah, let Mitch go. So now uh, Noel is possibly starting, and um, and you run it back. I think that's the worst roster that we could have. Yeah, and and you start Derek Rose, right? Oh no, you start. I, I don't know. I mean, even if, even if quickly starting that team is just like going to be. Oh, like geez. 35 wins again or so. I can't do Burks at point guard again. Just No, it, it wouldn't be Burks. It, it would be either quickly or I, – I think Pibbs would – sorry, either quickly or Rose at this point. But um, regardless, it like it's not going to be if, – if we just like literally bring back the same people, I guess, plus the draft pick minus Mitch, that team is bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think running it back is pretty much the answer too. <laughs> It would just be so miserable. I mean, just watching Obi play like ten minutes a game again yeah. and never play center, like watching quickly have to struggle for minutes and Tibbs like personally tearing Derek Rose's cartilage apart by hand, um, and being like, "No, play thirty-five minutes. We need game fourteen of this season. Like you're gonna play thirty-five no matter what." Um, yeah, just not not great. That would that would not be fun. They need to do something to shake things up this offseason, at least a little bit. So yeah, and starting Burks at point guard would still be like the worst possible thing. <laughs> just be horrendous. Also, if they try to give it another try with Kemba too, if they're like, we've reconciled, we're willing to give him another shot. Like <laughs> no way. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying it's like oh, God. Ugh, just terrible. I mean, ugh, just no fun. So yeah, that, that is the worst, but still somehow realistic roster. As sad as that is, um, other than maybe I don't know, what's like a semi-realistic trade they can make that would make you want to like vomit? John Wall. 
John. Oh yeah, that would be terrible. No, or West Westbrook. 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 Julius and and like Burks for Westbrook would make yeah. me want to vom. Julius and Burks for Westbrook. Oh my god. I yeah. would kill myself. I'm sorry for. I'm sorry. I would. For I would. I, it, that. Is that the only scenario I'm trying to think in which I'd be upset if they traded Randall? I think it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like if they traded for Westbrook with the intention of playing him, then yeah, that of would course. be yeah. I mean, if rough. they can, if they like convince him to stay home, or they bought him out, or waived him, or whatever, then fine. But no, if he was like, if Tibbs is like, because you know Tibbs would be like, this is my guy. He like he plays hard. I got to send him out there to take fifteen million shots and hit two of them. Um, yeah, awful. He's he's going to set a great example for quickly on how to play yeah. guard better. Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, just. Ugh, gross. Yeah, you know, you did it. That is worse than mine. Um, it's <laughs> trading for Russell, Russell Walsh Westbrook would be would be worse than just running it back. Yeah, I think that's that's like we can't we can't upstage that. So we'll just move to our next question. You've got mail. Uh, this one comes from you know who it is, the Irishman. Yup, I'm the Irishman at the Irishman. He <laughs> he. It's still I still can't believe that James has that as his as his Twitter handle and everything like. When did the Irishman come out now? Like over two years <laughs> it ago? Came out. Wait, didn't it he? Came out in 2020. 2020. Yeah, I, th- Jesus I think it was like early 2020. It was definitely like in the worst part of COVID. Hold was on. it okay? So maybe like, oh, it came out in 2019. There's no way it came out in 2019. That's yeah, crazy. no, yeah, because it was definitely around like the be- like before COVID. Oh damn! I guess it was. James wow. living in the past. I mean, well, that's not a shock. Yeah. He's it's just a sign he's getting old. You know, he's got a kid now. He's, you know, he's not as in touch with the youths and the new movies. He, he can't make his name like Dr. James in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, that would be a good one, actually. I know. I yeah. agree. This, but he probably, doesn't even know, he probably doesn't even know what that is. No, he probably doesn't. Or he does because he does just enough research so that he could shit on it. That's, That's like true. James's thing. Because, uh, like, he knows who Thanos is, and he knows to, where to find all the memes of naked Thanos and everything else. But Yeah. <laughs> you know. Dr. James and the fartiverse of fartness. <laughs> <laughs> you showed him. Anyway, James's question. Uh, who knows the most about ball between the three of us? Also, who's the street smartest and who's the book smartest? Oh, you didn't see? You were wondering why he asked this question? Because this is uh, sowing discord. What? Because there's a ranking here. So oh yeah, he all. wants he wants yeah. to make us hate each other. Yeah, right. I thought you were exactly. referring. I thought you were referring to the Discord. As no, a, no, I um, knew as soon as I said that 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 obviously that's where your brain would go, which is understandable. <laughs> but no, I mean this in a quite literal sense. Yeah, 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 yeah I got it. Zach, stop clicking around like a yeah, goddamn maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. Oh god. <laughs> At least I guess, I, I guess at least he didn't change it to who knows the most about penises between the three of us. Yeah, right. Who knows also, the most about balls? It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely getting like punch drunk now because it's his yeah. bedtime now. Yeah, yeah, bro. I was gonna say I'm gonna go to bed after this question because uh, I am getting actually a little delirious. Oh my god! Because that that was cracking me up. That my own joke about balls. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that. I can't believe I didn't. Oh, all right. So, who knows the most about ball? Who knows the most about balls? And then, who's the street smartest? And who's the book smartest? Mister Delirious Happy Man, tell us what Dude, you that's, think. That's so many questions. Who knows the most about ball? 
Um, I don't know. Is this playing ball or watching ball or, or both? I think I think no I matter what, I think you. it's you actually. No, it's it's you. Zach. I will be both yeah. you. Wow, oh, guys, thank you. Yeah, it's you. Oh, thank you. And Alex is oh. Alex is second. I I am definitely bringing wow. up a little. Look at look at us guys. We're coming together. Yeah, he didn't the, see this James happen. always thinks that he's going to tear us apart with these, but just bring, yeah. it, it makes our bond stronger. Guys, right. I'm virtually hugging you both right now. Me I too. Just want you to know that. Me three. Now, who's the street smartest? That is a tough question because I actually have no idea. I think that James, <laughs> when he wrote this question out, had each of us in mind, and I get the feeling that I was meant to be the street smart one, and Matt's meant to be the book smart one. I think I think you're. I think that's, that's what he's probably doing. right. Yeah, yeah, you could see his brain operating in slow motion. That's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not going to claim that I'm, like, from the streets or some shit, but... What? You're not? I, I, I always... I always streets equate, of New Jersey? Suburban New Jersey? streets of suburbia? Yeah. No, but I always equate, like, street smarts, too, though, with just kind of having, like, a general bullshitty knowledge about everything. Mm. And I definitely know a lot of weird shit. No, I, I was going to pick you. I mean, it's yeah. definitely not Zach. So <laughs> I was gonna say. yeah, no, no, don't don't do that. I, it took me it took me thirty years to learn how to dress myself. So, <laughs> um, and then Matt, Matt, being a a lawyer man, obviously is the book smartest. So, um, Matt so I think does the, know a lot of big words. Yeah, so I think the only one that's really in doubt here is who knows the most about balls between us. Balls? That's that's. I think tough, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful three way tie. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. we've all got the equipment, you know. Yeah. So. I, yeah. I can't say I have much experience elsewhere with the balls um, other than, you know, like, like porno. Here's the thing. James is just <laughs> upset because we're all 6'4 and he's what, 5'2? That's yeah. really important. Yeah. There's photo evidence out there that James is only 5'2. 5'2. He'll claim that he had sure. a wide stance or something in the photo. But... Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. A power stance. He was he's really, least... honestly, he's on the verge of it being like, do they have to classify him as, as someone who is too small for an adult? A little person? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, you know, it's adorable. Yeah. He's I, like I... at least four inches shorter than Schwinn. Right. <laughs> just, that's crazy. <laughs> it shouldn't be physically possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, Poor Schwinn caught a stray in here. (laughs) Actually, Schwinn's not actually that short either. It's just like I have this. So, do you guys have this where basically like anyone under like six feet may as well be five five to you? Yeah, my issue. I I mean, yes. My although my issue is more that anyone who's like within two inches of my height or any taller looks like they're a giant to me. Yeah, well, yeah, dude. Wait, isn't that the weirdest thing about it? like you, you guys? See like else who's like six four? You're like, wow, that guy's enormous. I, I know that you're both like, we're all the same height, but when I look at you two, I'm like, they're ten feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't look people in the eyes. Right, right. It's so yeah. fucking weird, and it's like this is me all the time. Yeah, to everyone not, else. Not to not to make it like a thing that would be rooted in gender though. But like, it's way weirder too. If you, if you meet a woman who's as tall as you at six foot four. Oh, I, I have actually, I met Maria Sharapova and I was like, what the Did fuck? Did you really? Yeah. And I mean, I, I was like 16, so I was not as tall as I am now. She was taller than me. Yeah. I thought, is, but also like, if I, like, if I meet a woman who's like five, nine, if I see a guy who's five, nine, I'm like, yeah, he's whatever. 
a woman who's five nine seems like super tall to me. It's just like you're used to seeing, you know, women being shorter, obviously. So like it's it's just uh perspective. Yeah, it's it's like a perspective thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say I saw one time it like like blew my mind. I saw a, a woman in New York City. I was like at like a coffee shop or something, and I swear she must have been trying to get into modeling or something because she was like six foot five. Damn. And I was like, that is wild. But she was like, like slim too. Like, and I was just like, bro, what the fuck? Why are you so tall? Like, it was bizarre to me. Like, that was like actually they look up at this woman. Yeah, that's that's too weird, man. That's too weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Wow. Poor girl. She got to like, I mean, I know not everyone needs or wants uh, a guy who is taller than. A, a woman but if she does like that sucks because <laughs> yeah. that like, your sample size is like i mean you got like there's like 300 people in new york city who fit that criteria and half of them are in the nba so good luck <laughs> yeah yeah i guess so i mean i don't know she was doing all right for herself i like i remember she was pretty too because i was like oh this girl mm. definitely is trying to be a model mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. at six foot five and you know whatever like you'll figure it out you'll find hey it. good you'll for her yeah uh, anyway, Zach, do you gotta go? You gotta yeah, go I was saying, I'm gonna go, but I did see that, uh, Jax365 was genuinely cannot wait for my answer. As oh, well. let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, like, let's, let's not blue balls the guy. Come on. Speaking of All right, we'll skip ahead to a couple of, uh, a couple of questions that were directed at you. Uh. Oh, also the James one. one. That's right. All right. So let's like, say oh, another wow. one from James real quick. You've got mail. Ooh. This is a Nick's After Dark, Nick's Mailbag After Dark preview. But I, I'm not going to play the song because it's no, not time. Yet, but I don't even know what the song sounds like. Uh, a, <laughs> it's the Val Venus theme song. Zach, Zach and I were talking about this when you had to leave early last time about how we I have no idea what hilarious. the song sounds like. You guys, you guys were a great train wreck when I left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, James also wants to know Zach. Why is Zach the way he is? I oh god. I am, what was that fucking Eminem song? I am because I say I am or some shit. It was not a good song. I, I am whatever you say I am. Yeah, whatever I say. There we go. Yeah, whatever the fuck the lyrics of that song are. That. That's yeah. all I got. Uh, or I was, oh, I was born that way. Obviously. <laughs> okay. Shout out Lady Gaga. Um, and, and how about this video? Did you guys watch this video? Should we, like, na- Alex, narrate this. To, to our listeners. I don't think you have to narrate. Just, just tell us what the question is. Wait, so is this the one? This is the question that Jack yeah. wants Jack to answer? Yeah, that's the yeah, question. This is a this is an interesting question, actually. Okay, well, I haven't watched the video yet, so I will narrate. You haven't it. watched it? No. She's also super hot, so don't get distracted. <laughs> don't get sorry, distracted. Was, oh, my God. It's, it, it was a little distracting. All right, so here's the video. There's a, 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 a nice-looking brunette woman here. Okay. She's got a British accent. The question you need to ask... I'm listening to it on mute right now, so I can still hear you guys talk. Do I need to unmute it? No, it's, it's, it's 26 seconds long, so like, hurry up. Okay. <laughs> Did he just ask if he needs to unmute to hear what the person is saying? No, he wanted to know if he if like we needed to hear it, but we know what the question is. Oh, no, yeah. I needed. To, no, I was wondering if because the video had text on it, I wasn't sure if it was going to have like subtitles. Okay, so, so, so I do need to unmute. Oh, oh, oh. Can I just <laughs> See, tell you what the question is? You overestimated no, no. his intelligence. All right, hold on. I'm going to do it. Pause for a second. Zach, keep clicking uh, so there's nice background noise. 
Okay, I can do that. <laughs> well, Zach, how's uh, how's life? All right, wait. First off, this is yeah. this definitely sounds more like an Australian accent to me than British. Oh my god! Just you, we don't phone. want your we don't want your commentary. <laughs> <laughs> you guys said you wanted my commentary. When you, when you put a fucking mic in front of Alex, he will just give his take on everything possible. <laughs> I'm like, a yeah, his, host. What do you her, want from her me? Her eyes right. aren't blue; they're green. There's some kind of combination of the two. (laughs) How could you do something like this? Okay. All right. I'm going to continue again. Shut up again, except for your methodic clicking. Hold on. Do you want it to be methodic? Okay. This, this, she's going to say a question that the answer is going to change everything we know. We really just should have told him the question. I I wish you would just let me tell him the question. (laughs) Shut up. Alex has to take the lead on everything. She's about to say, I was supposed to be narrating the video. That's what you guys said I'm supposed to say. No, you weren't. (laughs) This is awful. (laughs) Okay, now I literally just missed like part of the question because you had to say something. It's so simple. Oh my god. What is the exact verbiage she says and that's it. It's at the end too. All right, yeah. Now I just missed it again because you guys couldn't shut up. Okay. You've got mail. Here's the question is, if somebody makes a meeting with you at at midday and says they're going to push it forward two hours, what does that mean to you? Move it forward two hours. Whatever. What what does that mean to you? It means you make it earlier. Correct. Well, that was so easy. Yes, you make it earlier. That's what we all think. There you go. Correct. Yeah, although people on Twitter are saying it could be – depend on your concept of time and how it moves that's overthinking it it's if you're moving it forward you're bringing it closer to you i.e making it earlier Jax, i'm sorry that you got stuck with this answer to your question <laughs> yeah this this had to be disappointing there's just a, there's no way around it we had a giant just, just a minute and a half of alex fumbling to listen to this, this TikTok. I, I would strongly suggest i mean it's, she's got a nice accent. I love Australian accents, so definitely check it I, out. For I that. need someone to point out that she is actually British, <laughs> please. If she's if definitely Australian, dude. no, you're you're not right about the accent, Zach. Alex is. Right. I don't. It it's fine. Right. Everything's <laughs> fine. You're right. It's, it's fine. Australian. Okay. All right, Zach, oh, please leave so we can Gentlemen, move on. It was an absolute pleasure. I wish I'll I could say the same. No, I'm kidding. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope you get a beautiful night of sleep. Uh, thank you. I hope you enjoy um, all your nerd stuff and the Strickland after dark. All right. Take good, care, gentlemen. Talk to good you night, soon. Zach. I would talk to you in a Bye, Zach. Bye. Bye. All right. Now that that jackass is gone, I can let everybody know the big secret. I didn't want Zach to know about this, <laughs> Matt. I didn't want Zach to know about DraftKings. Uh, oh, oh, DraftKings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DraftKings. No, I didn't want to know about this. So NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That is insanity. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs with DraftKings? Same game parlays. You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg does not hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. 
That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. You hear that? That was that was a big secret. I don't want Zach to win any money. I want Zach to be poor and destitute. No, he's already I mean he's already getting signed by the next to be the play the end of their bench. So damn it. Well, we he doesn't need money from DraftKings. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need it. Whatever. Fuck him. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get the extra DraftKings money. You and me though, we're gonna get that hundred fifty dollar free bet. By the way, I'm like ninety five percent sure you'll probably know this better than I would, that when you left last time, I referred to the other betting company when I was talking about our sponsor. Uh, maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. But we'll we'll never know because that yeah. episode is is weeks old now. Yeah. Much too old. I was just thinking about it and I was like, did I did I remember it was DraftKings or Well, don't say any other names now. Or was it uh was it was it whack whack kings? Whack <laughs> I don't know. Let's just move on. All right, moving on. Uh, our next question comes to us from our good buddy Schwinn in the Discord. You've got mail. Uh, if the Knicks traded Randall for salary filler that wouldn't play, uh, ran back the roster without Kemba, Burks, or Noel, and ended up going 42-40 and 40, but are eliminated in the play-in, would you consider that a promising season, successful? And then in, in a parenthetical, assume that RJ, IQ, OB, Cam, uh, Quentin Grimes, Deuce, Sims are consistent cogs in the rotation. Is it... Is there any other answer than yes here? Yeah, no. I mean, you're adding in the draft pick, whoever that is, too. So yeah. So no. I I mean, I I don't. I'm actually curious, not in like a mocking way, why Schwinn wanted this answered. It seems like pretty obviously yes. Yeah, I think so. Normally Schwinn is uh, gives us more of doozies than this. Yeah. I feel like like this is pretty straightforward. Like I'd be like, so yeah. I'm like I mean, curious. Is his answer no? And if it is, why? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a five-win improvement, right? And mm-hmm. gets eliminated in the play-in, fine. Like, yeah. some good teams get eliminated in the play-in. We saw that this year with the Clippers. You know? I mean... Yeah. I still... I mean, would it, you know, hopefully... 42 and 40, they're probably... They're probably the eight seed. Although this year, honestly, they would, I guess, probably be the 10 seed at 42 and 40. But mm-hmm. um, either way, there's a pretty good chance they, they like... You know, I like. I guess there's a good chance they got eliminated by losing two games because they lost the seven eight game and the eight seed game. But either way, like you know, they're still playoff games. Secondly, I, I'd be fine with it. I think it's it'd be good. I think if it's that roster, you know, and you just traded Randall mm-hmm. and everything else, like mm-hmm. forty two and forty is with a young roster like that is more than enough to sell to like a free agent or a mm-hmm. trade target and be like, yeah. yo, you're the missing piece. Come here. This is a 60 win team potentially, or like at least like 52 win team or something, you know? Like, right. And they sh- they'll, they'll have cap space. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because so. you're getting rid of Randall too, you know? And Right. I mean, the only big contract you'll have on the books would be in that scenario would be the RJ, whatever you pay RJ. Yep. So yeah, I think that would be awesome. I mean, that's a yeah. great. That's I mean, as much as I hate to give them credit for anything, that's like the Nets season. Like I think they were literally forty-two and forty. The like D'Angelo Russell. I, I was thinking about that too, and that you know, and like they were like, the, here's the issue. Part of that, like what led to Katie and Kyrie going there, was like the media hyping them up as like, wow, they're up and coming. This is amazing, Sean Marks, blah blah blah. The Knicks will never get that shit. No, but they also only went there because Katie got hurt. 
and they were going to. No, get I know. I, yeah, uh, no, no, no. I, I know. That was a weird situation. I'm just saying, like, the Knicks will not get the media. I don't. We talked about, but they won't get like the oh, the Knicks are up and coming hype. It'll be like I thought RJ Barrett was going to be a star. Why isn't Why isn't this team a 51 team? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll. I guess we'll see. I don't know how you could. I don't know how even the most like pessimistic jackass in the New York sports talk radio type scene could ever even be though like oh five win improvement when you traded your all NBA guy from two years ago is like bad. Even it's not even that as much as like like the national media plays a big part in these kind of things is like yeah. the stars aren't like their their opinions on shit aren't being shaped by what you know is being said on ESPN Radio New York. So. It's yeah, more, it's more like, like the Stephen A's and stuff. But right. even Stephen A would be Steve- like, you know, if RJ averaged like 23 a game, Stephen A would be like, RJ Barrett, I always believed in RJ <laughs> Like, my boy is one year away from being a superstar. You know, mm-hmm. that, that would be it. You know, I feel like that's what Stephen A would be doing, and he would be the tastemaker of the situation. I hope you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we would have to see. But, yeah, long story short, not much of a doozy here from Schwinn. I think the yeah. obvious answer is yes here. Yeah. So you've got mail. All right. Our uh, our next question comes from uh, our buddy Orange and Blue at Orange underscore and underscore Blue on Twitter. Our buddy Mike is Carmelo Anthony going to play for the Nets next season, or does he know better? I think I'll just return to the Lakers, probably. Yeah. If if anywhere, I mean, or honestly, I would not rule out him taking a goodbye tour year with the Knicks. That could happen, especially if something like what Schwinn lined up, like laid out happened, yeah. and like they're going to have minutes for Melo to play like, you know, 18 minutes a game off the bench or whatever. Yeah. Like back um, up 3 4. Right. Yeah. I could see him wanting to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think it's one of those two. I think it'll be Lakers or Knicks. I, or maybe, maybe outside chance a reunion with the Blazers too. Maybe um, he did end up, which is funny because like he, the Knicks wanted to trade him for the Blazers when they traded him to the Thunder, and he said no, and then he ended up liking it there. So yeah. it'd be kind of it'd be kind of funny if he went back. But um, yeah, I think the, I, I don't really know why the Nets would. That's like a weird fit for him. Yeah, but the Nets would do it just because the Nets love to be like, look at how many former All NBA players we have. On <laughs> how old and broken they are! <laughs> like we're amazing. Oh my god, look at this elite collection of past their prime talent that we've collected here. Um, so uh, the Nets definitely would just for the name. As they roll, they roll Ben Simmons onto the floor in a hospital gurney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Mello would get plenty of minutes as Ben Simmons. Here's a, a promotion for, uh, for the Nets, like home opener. Come, come three hours early to watch uh, Ben Simmons. He has back surgery. <laughs> Can we talk about how he was allegedly going to play in game four and then like three days later got back surgery? Yeah, that's. I don't know. Like, what the hell went on there? What I I don't I I. All right, you know whatever Ben Simmons or anyone who cares about Ben Simmons enough is never going to listen to this. I think he's running a giant con. Meaning that his back was actually hurt. No, I don't think he got surgery. Like, but I think he like had to spend enough time bullshitting the Nets into, Nets into believing his back was okay. Um, oh, to get them to pull the trade off. To get them to pull a trade off, and then he has to be like, "Yeah, yeah, no, we'll be in the playoffs. We'll be in the playoffs." And then you know he's like, "Yeah, I'll play in, in game four, maybe game five. And then like they're getting shellac, so he's like, "Well, it's not worth it for me to play. I might as well just get this back surgery." Yeah, um, I yeah. would. I think he doesn't want to play basketball. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I guess we'll see. 
I mean, he's certainly got a nice enough guaranteed contract. That yeah, I mean, listen, I, I don't but like if he doesn't want to play basketball and he just wants to like, like trick Joe Sy into giving him a bunch of money. Good for him. I do not begrudge him. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Sy doesn't I, need all that like Alibaba money anyway. It's uh, it's not yeah. like clean money. But I think, um, think that would be pretty awesome. I'm with it. But I actually, I legitimately would not be shocked if he's just like pulling a long con and and just trying to stall out until he can uh, until his contract's up and then he'll retire. Interesting. Well, if he if he retires and takes 180 million of Joe Sy's money, that would be pretty awesome. Pretty um, pretty dope. Yeah, good for him. Good for I you, like Benson. Him. And and sinks the title hopes of the the KD Kyrie team too. I think that'd be pretty. <laughs> awesome. I mean, James Harden's looked kind of shitty, so I don't really know. I don't know yeah. how much difference it would have made if he hadn't been traded. But yeah, but like suddenly Ben Simmons becomes one of my favorite players. That's yeah. all he does for the rest of his career. Mm. Uh, all right, Jax365, who we did hear from already, but is back. You've got mail. Uh, from the Discord, wants to know, if you have to offend one group of people, uh, it, this is, uh, this. In, he said, the the beehive, pronounced beehive, but it's, it. I've always pronounced this the bayhive, like for Beyonce. No, it's the, bee, it's the beehive, he's right. Oh, okay, all right. It's, uh, it's like... People do this all the time. Like they're like, "Oh, it's Queen Bay." No, it's Queen B. It's Queen yeah. B. It's Beyonce. B- Beyonce. It's not Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess that's just how I read it. But anyway, the, so the Beehive or Knicks fans, which group would you pick to offend? I, I don't. This is definitely like, Knicks fans because I can hold my yeah. own better. Right. Like I don't even know how I. I don't want to offend Beyonce fans anyway. Like I, I don't give a shit if I offend Knicks fans. It's like mostly a bunch of Jameses. Yeah, but also like like music stand Twitter or just like actors stand yeah. Twitter. It's it's yeah. scary, man. It's scary. Very time. scary. Yeah, like I, were, can, I will never list. get over like shit. Like, um, you know, like when I see something retweeted in my timeline for like the next Marvel movie, and it's like, oh, um, I'm trying to give an example. It's like, uh, fuck. Uh, um, it's it's like oh Palm Palm Clemente F stands uh, a fan account like it's like why does she have I mean she's a good actress but like not like super famous why does she have like a giant fan account that like kind of tweets out every picture of her they can find and it's like like going around tweeting at anyone who talks about her like fuck you Palm is perfect she's our queen like it's just weird it's very yeah. weird <laughs> I think it's just some people just need something to latch on to uh, yeah just like I can't imagine like being that like i know i saw like when they started filming for the marvels like Captain marvel sequel I, I saw a bunch of like brie larson stan fan pages like tweeting shit that like, got somehow pushed into my timeline and i'm just like what these people are so weird what? I, I just can't imagine waking up in the morning and be like i want to tweet at brie larson all day telling her how much i love her yeah i don't know i don't know it's do i love brie larson yeah yeah for different reasons than most people do, but <laughs> did you? Did, uh, <laughs> we definitely talked about it on here. Remember the guy that was like, yeah. "Just saw Captain Marvel for the hundred eightieth time." Like, <laughs> yeah, no, we we hatched. Oh, you know what? No, this was on Slack. We didn't really talk. We, I think we only talked about this on Slack. But remember, we were hatching the whole plan for me to show up at the uh, at the theater where Brie, Brie Larson was surprising people to watch Captain Marvel, so I could I could ask her out or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, but you very, to, it was a very convoluted plan that we came but up with. But you had to tell her that you watched Captain Marvel 187 times. Right. Because uh, like apparently, like, like she's happily taking a picture with this guy who definitely smells bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I smell normal. I smell totally normal. You could, you could smell that guy through the picture. That is yeah. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't get stay on Twitter either, but that's I would not Yeah, so there's not really like there's not really like an Emmanuel quickly stay on Twitter, you know? I mean, no. well, there, there sort is, of is. But... Like, I think the closest thing that the Knicks ever had to that was Frank. Like, yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't say that I was part of like the contingent of fans that would like, I actually, I think that Frank had more of like a hate Twitter contingent yeah. more yeah. so than like a crazy stuff. by our own Matthew Miranda, who despises Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Matt didn't like, didn't like uh, Frank very much. I don't understand why, but Matt really. Was was not Frank. always always hated Frank. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is what it is. Uh, but we got another. We got a really good one here from from Jacks three six five. So we'll move to the next question. You've got mail. If the Knicks draft Jeremy Sohan, a British bass player, what insults would you like him to say to various members of the Knicks media or Stephen A. Smith? Uh, so we've got. Should I try to do it in a British? Yes, accent? I was about to say you got to do it in an accent. Just, just to make Jacks like yeah, yeah. Jake's head in in shame. Yeah, yeah. To have even asked this question. Yeah. All right. So Tosa, a wanker, uh, gormless, a pillock. Is that is that how they say it? Pillock. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. A plonker, a tart, a twat, a nonce, a Billy No Mates. And finally, the C word you Americans hate. Uh, I went totally Australian. There you for that you last really one. not even yeah, Australian. You know, you know, like, wait, you, you know why? You, I did, you know why I did that though? Because I'm thinking of Billy Butcher on the boys. You did kind of go towards Billy Butcher, but you also, which is fair because you the C word. But yes. um, you went kind of. I, I want to say we're allowed to say whatever we want on this podcast. Cunt. Cunt. Okay. That's, um, that's the word. It's not that bad of a word in in British and Australian culture. I understand, but we're in America. Um, well, whatever people could deal with it. Um, you went kind of towards uh, uh, Breck Goldstein from Ted Lasso. Okay, I haven't watched Ted Lasso. So. You haven't watched Ted. La- what are you doing? I just don't have Apple TV. I'm gonna at some point get a, get a free trial of Apple TV. It's like well, that's what I was gonna say. I think because I have a PlayStation, um, like I think when you got a PS5, that you just have like a standing offer for wow. a, a six month free subscription or something. Yeah. So well, I'm gonna do that at Alex, some point. You got, a, you got a big big boy full time job again now. You got to hey, shut up. I <laughs> I have enough streaming services without also getting <laughs> fucking Apple TV. Okay, like. <laughs> And I got I got cats to feed at home, you know. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, you got a lot going on. Um, yeah. all right. If let's pick top three things you would want Jeremy Sohan to call. I, I all right. Pick out three different media members and three different names that you would want. Oh, Jeremy geez. Sohan okay. To call them. All right. Um, I would I want, want. I want him to call. Wait, I got one. Uh, the okay. first one that I need to do. He needs to call Berman a Tulsa or a Wanka. That's exactly what I was going to go with. <laughs> yes, because Berman definitely just like goes home and beats one out. I <laughs> I actually wanted to go with with Berman for all three, but I guess I would say I'd like to see him call um, uh, I solo the c word. Yeah, yeah, I solo or or probably Bonnie to be honest. Yeah, like, I was or, thinking Bonnie too, but Bonnie like he annoys me, but he's relatively harmless. Bonnie um, is Bonnie does not ask very um, inflammatory questions, so I feel like he. No, would he never just likes to fuck around on Twitter, so I don't. Yeah, really he like... likes to, he likes to talk yeah. mad shit on Twitter, but he doesn't like when he's actually asked the question. I actually give him props; like he actually asks pretty good questions in the scrum usually. 
but they're not like nearly as inflammatory as like his Twitter persona would imply. Yeah. So I doubt that anybody would just turn around and be like, "You're right, Colin. Like, what are you doing asking me that question?" Actually, I, I want I want him to call I want him to call Macri a Billy No Mates, <laughs> <laughs> just because you know it'd be really funny to see him be mean to Macri. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume a Billy No Mates is like, yeah, you have no friends. I, it's got to be somebody with no friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so mean, poor man. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would be like, funny. That would be great. Career. That would be great material to razz him this, for a long. Oh, time. oh, you, you very tired looking man. You have no, you have no friends. <laughs> oh, you're a right Billy now, mates, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else. Uh, try to think. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Nothing so, will be calling Berman a, a wanker. Uh, that's what I. That's what I. Call yeah, it. but uh, yeah, Berman just needs to be a Tulsa wanker. For sure, yeah. that's that's the number one. I think I think we found our winner right there. All right, that's it for this first part of this Nick's mail bag. We went, we recorded for like way too long, like two and a half hours. It was it was a really long time. So I decided to split it in two, so it'd be a little more digestible. Um, if you want to learn about some more disgusting digestible things, listen to part two. Nice, that is a good good foreshadow i like it that is a good foreshadow yeah yeah so uh you know check out part two thank you all for listening and we will talk to you all soon peace You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.